Hey y'all, and welcome to the Unlocked and Unbound podcast, the show that challenges you to change your mindset. This is for us, y'all, for women, for wives, for mothers, for daughters, sisters, and professionals, because we are all the above. We can't stay the same. So thank you for choosing to unlock yourself with me today. So go ahead, sis, grab your coffee, your tea, and depending on your mood, maybe even a little wine. Turn the radio up, put those headphones on, sit back, and let's unlock. Welcome, welcome, welcome again to the Unlocked and Unbound podcast. I am so excited just to be here and have some conversations with you. I am on my solo, like I'm, I'm pretty much solo all the time, and uh, eventually we'll have some guests, but uh, most of these conversations are me talking to you one-on-one, so we're going to jump right in, and today's topic is one that I think will really kind of push at some of our mindsets, and it's the thought of vanity versus virtue, Right? Um, I was reading this book. It's about like uh, conversations you need to have with your daughter. And this is where this topic hit me. It's, it talked about the things that, the way in which girls see themselves and how we are influenced in a way to see ourselves in a way that society views us and actually where that came from. And it kind of talked about um, earlier in the years, we were focused on like how we were in our heart, um, how we were in how we treated people, were we true to our word, were we doing things out of kindness and love and really f- focused on the beauty of virtue? Uh, but then later in the late 1800s, mirrors were invented. And now you were not only just seeing like the beauty of someone, uh, a television s- star on TV, or you weren't seeing the beauty of someone like in front of you, you actually began to look at yourself and the comparison of who you are, how you look, your features, then are now compared to what you see in other people. Wait, is, is my nose bigger than that? Looking into my body shape, oh my God, am I gaining weight? Most of the girls I see are thin and now I'm looking at myself and when you take that look at yourself in the mirror, things started to shift and we began to be more vain. Not as worried about virtue as we were worried about vanity and beauty. And I think nothing is wrong with worrying about like how you look and making sure you're presentable for yourself. But when it becomes the sole focus of who you are, that it may become an illness, you know, that's when it taps on the, the head of vanity. Also, back in the 1800s and, and times before then, um, clothes were different, right? You couldn't just go to the store and say, hmm, let me find a dress and flip through all the sizes, seeing the zero and saying, ain't no way, and going to the 14, right? You really had to build your clothes built to your body size. So you never compared like, oh, I wanted to fit in that zero because you didn't have that. You just had to basically make your own clothes that fit your own body and there was no comparison. But now you go into the stores and you're shifting past all those sizes to get the one that's yours. And then you start to think about, man, I I really need to get down to a six. I, I really need to get down to a four. But you're no longer working on your heart, right? So vanity versus virtue. And the first issue is that of the mirror. When we look and we can truly see like 
our image and we start to judge our image, even though God created us and he told us that we were fearfully and wonderfully made, when we see ourselves, we may not see that beauty that God sees in us. So we get lost in that, right? And then you have issues of bulimia, um, eating disorders that happen because you want to change your body um, and you want to take on some, some unhealthy habits because you want to look a certain way and that becomes your sole focus. Those are some of the effects of the mirror image. The mirror image shows you your flaws. Um, it shows you your shortcomings. It shows you the areas in which you feel you need to change based off of what you see in society. And you're not looking at people's hearts anymore. You're looking at how they look, how you look, and like what you really, really, really want to change. And it, it then turns into body dysmorphia. I have a cousin who was telling me, we were talking about um, body dysmorphia a little while ago and how at younger ages, someone would tell you, oh, you're getting so skinny or, oh, girl, you out here getting chunky. You need to go out there and run or, you know, things that they thought were cute and just okay. But as a child, when someone tells you, oh, you're getting skinnier and you're seeing these images, the mirror images, the TV images, the magazine images, and you're like, oh, my God, I, I need to keep getting skinnier because that's what people are complimenting me on. And that's showing that I'm losing weight and I look better. And that becomes your focus. And then you just get this body dysmorphia that you hate your body. And you're always struggling with how your body looks because you're basing it off of all these words that people are saying. I think the shift has to happen where we're no longer complimenting kids on how they look. Oh my, like I, I had a conversation with some of my family members about my daughters. I have two daughters, beautiful girls inside out. Um, but someone told me one of my older daughters, like, oh, you're slimming down. I was like, oh, pause. Don't say that to her. I don't want her to base how she looks off of your opinion. I want her to have that thought for herself. I don't want it to come from someone else. You know, and, and that was a tough conversation to have. And they're like, well, I just noticed she was slimming down. Who's to say she wasn't fine before? You know, she's an 11-year-old girl and she's growing and her body is going to continuously change. And I want her to love her body and not worry about your thoughts about her body. Right? So that keeps keeps kind of protecting our children so that they don't get caught into the vanity and virtue. Because I don't want her just to work out and make sure her body looks good. I want my daughter to make sure her heart is good. How are you treating people? How are you living life in a healthy way that, that balances things, right? Um, and the last thing, I kind of hit on it, but was the mirror image was how clothes were made. And in the stores now, you can go pick out clothes. But before, they would fit perfectly to your body. And when the stores came, it's interesting how... The things we invent that we think make life easier actually cause more problems, right? If my mother were to make my clothes, I would never compare myself, not never, but in the image of clothing, I wouldn't be comparing myself to someone else's size because I wouldn't know it. They didn't have a size. They were literally fitting clothes to your body. You did not know the size of your clothes. So if I'm in a 14 or a 12, I wouldn't know that. I would just be like, oh, this outfit looks good on me. And I wouldn't be looking at the same outfit at a size six and see it on someone else and say, dang, that looks good on them. I want to switch out. I want to lose some weight because I will be fine with who I was. And just on the lines of the mirror being that first piece that causes that vanity versus virtue, the next thing is kind of like body image, right? Um, back in, still in the 1800s, and this came from a book from uh, Joanne J Jacobs uh, Bloomberg. She had a book called The Body Project. And it talked about how 
back in the 1800s when you were skinny, right? They were like, oh, that person's got to be sick or that person has to be promiscuous, you know, or that person will struggle with bearing children. So it was a, it was a, it was a kind of like a flip-flop from where we're at now, right? And if you were a little bit heavier, they were excited because they knew you were healthy and they knew you were going to be able to bear children without any issues, you know, and, and that was the image. But as time went on, it flip-flopped and we wanted to be skinnier. We wanted to look a certain way versus just being how we were and how we were created to be, that flip-flop happened. Um, another thing with body image is like you looking at yourself and thinking, I don't measure up. I don't measure up to the people I see in Hollywood who are getting body sprays. They're getting liposuction. They're getting surgeries done. They have the money to take care of their face in another way that we've never even imagined. And you're looking at these people who are set for Hollywood to entertain, to be a walking advertisement. And you're looking at yourself and saying, I don't measure up right? Our natural selves, we have decided that the way we look naturally is in beauty, but enhanced beauty with all those products that now people make a fortune in the beauty market for are what makes us beautiful, but they're not. Beauty is more than what you see on the outside, especially when you're looking through God's eyes, because God, he sees you, but he's looking into your heart. How are you in there? And don't get me wrong. I don't say don't put on a little makeup if you want to. Don't get your eyebrows done if you want to. I'm still grateful that my daughter has my husband's eyebrows and not mine because they're a little short. If you see when you get the videos and they, I start posting those, you'll see they're a little short on the side. Um, but it's okay to take care of yourself, but not in the lane that it becomes vain, right? So the thought that you don't measure up to people who are walking advertisements is a problem. And it's focused in the vanity lane. Um, it's kind of like an impossible image. Like I think we think genetically, my body can't even do that. I can't even be a size two genetically. I'm not created in that way. Um, you go to the doctor's office and you'll see, uh, especially uh, women of color, black women, uh, we're always told that we're obese or overweight. But who's the scale that you're measuring this to? Literally, my bones are bigger. My structure is different than a Caucasian woman, how can you tell me that I'm obese when I'm built differently? Is my blood pressure high? How are my cholesterol levels? If all of those are healthy, don't tell me I'm obese because that, then that becomes something in the back of our minds that we think I'm overweight. <laughs> the word obesity scares me. Uh, but my blood pressure is perfect. My cholesterol levels are perfect. But I don't measure up to what society has deemed the perfect size and then I'm told I'm unhealthy, right? And I think that that's an issue that causes people to then say, I'm obese and you're stuck on that word, but not realizing genetically you weren't made to be that size. Your body cannot be that size. And if it is, something is wrong, right? The next thought um, is that social media beauty is a facade. So we're still talking about body image. <laughs> And I love it. I think it's like the TikTok thing where it's showing that it's a lie, right? All these filters are making your face have none of the blemishes, none of the dark spots, none of the acne. The eyebrows are on point. Your lips are on point. And it's filters that make you look like someone else. It's not who you are. It's a facade. But that's the facade we see and our children see every single day. And they think, man, these people are beautiful. It's a facade. 
It's filters to hide who we truly are. And I know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I use some filters sometimes. Cause I'm like, oh, that looks cute. I want to do that for my picture. I want to post this. I get that. I fell into some of the traps sometimes for myself. But natural beauty is beauty, right? Who you are, not only how you look, creates that beauty. So the first two things I talked about that causes that vanity versus virtue is the mirror image and then the body image. The third thing I'm going to bring um, to us as we kind of just wrap these things up is like, how do we get to a balance of, get to a healthy balance of healthy habits and virtue? I do believe it isn't vain to want to have healthy eating habits, right? You don't want to have eating habits that cause you to be um, sick, physically sick, where you can't move, you can't be active, right? So there's a healthy balance in that. It's not vain to eat healthy. It's not vain to make healthier choices. It's not vain to have healthy habits. You're not focused on how you look, but most are focused on how you feel, right? And along with the healthy eating habits, which causes balance, you also then have the avenue of being active. Are you moving? Are you exercising? Because all these things are healthy. It doesn't mean I'm trying to exercise to be a size two. I'm exercising just to be healthy. I'm not so stuck on how I look, but how I physically feel. Am I healthy? Am I well enough to play with my kids? Am I well enough to move around? Am I well enough to go up a flight of stairs without being short of breath? You know, <laughs> am I well enough in my healthy eating habits and my activeness to be able to live life and live life without any issues, right? So those habits cause the balance. It's not vain, but it's health, right? Um, another thing is working on the inner you. So you have those, those eating, healthy, eating healthy and being active actually do affect the outer you. But what impacts the inner you? Is it your relationship with God? Is it your prayer life? Is it your meditation? Is it your mindset? Is it you learning how to deal with anger and not have that part be a struggle with you? What is it that helps the inner you? Are you at peace? And if you're not at peace, what is it that's disturbing you? What needs to change inside of you so that you can then work on the inner you? And the last thing to think about is like, don't compare genes, period. Um, all of these things just help with making sure that you're not in the struggle of vanity versus virtue. You're truly living in a way that allows you to have peace. You're truly living in a way that allows your spaces to be spaces that are spaces of joy, spaces of happiness, spaces of peace. And you mean it with your whole heart. Your word is your bond. You're following through. You're making sure that you're not leaving anyone out. You're making sure that you're in control of your mindset so you're not getting angry or frustrated with someone else's choices, right? Vanity is not more important than virtue. And if you live your life for virtue, I promise you, from the inside out, your beauty will shine. Thank you, thank you so much for jumping in and joining with me on my solo dolo conversations. Remember, we are unlocking an unbounding mindsets, right? We're trying to change the way we think. Because when we change the way we think, we change the way we feel. Vanity versus virtue should not be an issue. 
aim for being virtuous. Thank you for joining me and I can't wait to talk with you again.